Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am so excited about this episode. I think it is so timely for this season that we are in, not only kind of the holiday season, if you will, but just everything going on with coronavirus. Several years ago, I talked about periods of push and periods of patience. And I haven't done an episode on it since, though it's come up in a number of Q&As in response to people who are stressed or have a lot going on or just are kind of burnt out. And I wanted to dive more deeply into it the first time that we talked about push versus patience. Again, I think it was like three years ago, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, It was really in terms of the context of body weight. And it's not either we're trying to lose weight or we're just totally flying off the handles doing whatever we want. But there's so much more to this notion of seasons of push and seasons of patience, far beyond food, far beyond weight. And that's kind of what I wanted to touch on today, of course, including the context of of body composition and all of those kinds of things. I wanted to start off by getting everybody on the same page that when we talk about a season of push where you're really like driving towards a goal and there's a lot of effort or a season of patience where maybe you're not driving towards that same goal. It doesn't mean that you're without a goal, but it's more of a season of maintenance or a season of rest. That's not the same thing as on versus off, right? I think that's why a lot of people struggle with this concept of push versus patience. Pushing means you're on and patience means you're off, but that's really not it at all. It's easiest to kind of illustrate this with the example of body composition, right? If you're in a season of push, it's clear. You're doing the work, you're getting results, there's a lot of effort. When you're in a season of patience, think about it more as a season of maintaining the good versus welcoming in all the bad. Like, well, you know, since I'm in a series, a seri- a season of patience, I can be more lax with my workouts or I can indulge more often. It's really about maintaining good patterns. The goal has changed, but the process really hasn't, okay? So the goal might not be to lose two pounds a week, but the process still taking great care of myself. I'm still eating really well. I'm still prioritizing rest. I'm still getting in daily movement. The process stays the same. It's just that the outcome that we're after has shifted a little bit, okay? Maybe many of you are thinking of the holidays as a time of patience, and that's great. I think that's beautiful. 
for whatever your objective is. But that's not the same thing as off. Off the rails, off the wagon, you know, none of that. The season of patience is about maintaining all the good things that you've established, practicing with a very much similar process, but the outcome, the goal has changed. We don't always have to be chasing. If you are somebody who feels like you always have to be hard charging towards the next thing, that is a season. That is a part of the cycle. But if you live your life as though that is the only season, you are going to probably be unhappy and burnt out. You don't always have to be chasing. That is a season. And I'm sure this is a lyric to some song somewhere, but like there's a reason for the seasons. It's not just that we get bored with summer so we transition into fall. There is a reason for the need for these cycles, for these shifts, for these changes. And I just talked to too many people who are living as though the only season is chasing, pushing, and then they feel like they're on or they're off. If they're not in that season of chase, if they're not in that mentality, if they're not in that process, they're doing something wrong. They're disappointed in themselves. We don't always have to be chasing. What I've seen in myself for a long time, and I see now in a lot of my clients, is that this notion that, like, for example, if you have extra body fat, you should be losing it, right? If you have fat that you could lose and you're not, you're doing something wrong and you should be pushing, pushing harder. And I say, no, that's false, that's wrong. And as I mentioned, this is not just about weight or about food. I have been learning this in a new way on a different level with business. Just because hustle and grind are buzzwords does not mean your business needs to be or should be always in a time of push. In fact, I think it should not be that push and grind and hustle and go are seasons. And there is not just one season. And when we stay in one season for too long, bad things happen. We get burnt out. We make mistakes. We disconnect. We quit and give up. And I've preached this and practiced this push versus patience with regards to fitness and nutrition for a long time. But I'll be honest, I was a bit of a hypocrite in other areas of my life, especially business, right? I was in a, quote, season of push for over six and a half years. Seriously. Working seven days a week. Always working on a new thing. Weekends were a norm. I've never not worked on a weekend, like, and not in six and a half years. Nights every single week. Early mornings. Creating, doing new stuff, driving, and also maintaining. And look, not only is this not necessary, it's not healthy in anything. There's not only nothing wrong with maintaining, right? But I think that not ever being in that practice, in that mode, in that season, and just holding yourself to the standard of like push, 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 that's a big part of the reason that people fail, 
because it was meant to be a season and you're treating it like the way things always have to be and then you burn out and you give up and you quit and you disengage. And I was recognizing this in business that like, okay, that's a season. It's a necessary season. And especially at the beginning, it's a long season, but it's not a forever season. And a huge need in life and certainly in business is giving yourself space and room for creativity and and time for enthusiasm and new ideas to be brought forth. Burnout is optional, but it's epidemic because we're treating push as the only season. Now, I have to add this caveat, talking about seasons of push and seasons of patience isn't for the sake about, of making you feel better about the fact that you've been slacking for a long time, right? If you want to be making progress and you're not, either because you've been inconsistent or you're making excuses, then yeah, something needs to shift. And this very well is likely a season of push for you. Patience is not a season of slacking. I shared this um, gosh, probably a few weeks ago now with some of my 12 Weeks to Transformation clients when we were on a call. And I shared that initially, after Dagny was born, um, I was frustrated that the weight didn't come off, the baby weight that I gained during my pregnancy. Even though I understood objectively what was going on hormonally and emotionally, and I understood that body composition was far from my top priority, um, but I was still frustrated And then I got pregnant again, which is awesome. And in addition to being awesome, there were lots of thoughts of like, oh, great. I'm now going into this pregnancy 40 pounds heavier than I was going into my last pregnancy. I don't feel good about that. And I acknowledge quickly, and I still have to acknowledge this over and over, that right now isn't a period of push for my body composition. And that's not permission to have pancakes for breakfast, snack all the time, or indulge more frequently, right? Patience isn't nothing. Patience isn't off. Patience is about maintaining those good habits and giving a little space. The process hasn't changed. The desired outcome has, right? The process hasn't changed. The desired outcome has. I'm all for pushing when you want to get results, but I'm really strongly against and increasingly more so every day, this idea that progress only looks one way and that the only season is a season of push and a season of progress and a season of growth. Like I just don't, I don't agree with that. And what is this notion that we call progress to begin with? Because progress isn't just weight loss. Progress can be maintaining without drama and without wild behavioral swings. That's progress. Progress can be taking space and time to think. It doesn't have to just mean revenue growth. It can be, progress can be scaling back instead of growing and doing more. And as I really thought about this over the last few months, I made a very, very, very hard decision to finally move into a different season at work. But again, it is a season, right? Because I'm shifting into a new season out of this season of like push and drive and seven days a week and all of this doesn't mean that a season of, of less, a season of scale back is, is the forever season. No, no, it too is a season. I won't let this one be a seven and a half year season or six and a half year season. But for the longest time, almost seven years now, I only saw business one way. If we aren't growing in audience size and podcast downloads and revenue, then something's wrong and we need to change something. And it has been 
go, 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 launch, 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 new stuff, add this, add this, you know, make it bigger, make it better. And like I said, that's, that's necessary when you're starting out. That's, that's a season. But I just kept going and didn't look to see if a different season might add more value. Not only value to me and my peace of mind, though that's part of it, more value to the business, more value to my clients, more value to my content. And I'd love for you to ask yourself, might a different season add more value? Is it time to take a different approach? Where have you had the same approach for as long as you can remember? And this is usually a building effect for all of us. Like there's a, there's usually a nagging that we ignore for a long time. This was certainly true for me. You might have this sense that you keep like pushing and pushing and pushing and jumping from one new thing to the next, ignoring the sense that it might be too much, ignoring the sense that you're overwhelmed and just like staying in grind mode. I don't want you to ignore those things that might be telling you that there's a different approach or that maybe it's time for a different season. For me, the the nagging that I ignored started a long time ago with the sense that like I needed a break, a vacation, the desire to have simple things like weekends without email. But as so many of us do, right, I dismissed it, told myself all the reasons why I couldn't do that, why it wasn't possible, why it really wasn't a big deal. You know, I could get it done in a few hours on a Saturday morning, a few hours on a Sunday morning, whatever. And it kept on grinding. And that persisted for a really long time. And then when Dagny died, I was still making business decisions, decisions a day, two days, three days after she died. I was still texting back and forth with my team daily. And of course, I thought like, I wish I could have a break from this. But I immediately went to I can't, you know, this is business ownership. It's not it's just business ownership, the only way I thought about it. And I pushed it away. And I kept grinding. The truth is, whether we're talking about business, or we're talking about weight loss or fitness or finances, they are what we make them. It's just that so many of us, like I did, have this fixed idea in our minds of like what it has to look like. But that's, that's garbage. There is no one way that it has to look. We're just not being creative. We're not allowing ourselves to explore that maybe it's time for a different season. So I pushed past that that nagging sense and, you know, this is just the way it has to be. Keep your head down, keep doing the work, one foot in front of the other. And then we started creating these big new things and making these big moves and these big plans. And the sense was still there, probably growing louder. Like I liked these ideas and I was energized by them and I had a sense of obligation. Like this is what you do in business. You just, you know, you move on to the next thing and you create the next thing. But something didn't feel right. Pay attention to what you are wishing for. Seriously, make a note of that and come back to that idea. Pay attention to what you are wishing for, whether that's in your relationship or it's in your finances, it's in your career, it's in your health, it's in your fitness. I was wishing that I could take six to 12 months and just do less. Not more, which is what I was doing, less. Not nothing, not sit around and watch Netflix all day because that would not feel good, but less. Focus on me. Still work, but work in the way that I kind of think about weight maintenance versus weight loss, the way I think about patience versus push. But I'll be honest, that felt impossible. 
It's not impossible though. That's why I want you to pay attention to what you're wishing for. It's not impossible. Even if it feels impossible, we can't let that wish die there. We can't let it stop there. We have to keep going. Instead of just saying, well, it's not possible and here's why. How might it be possible? What would it take? What would it look like? What barriers would I have to remove? Who can I talk to to get more clear? And I started asking myself those questions. And and even as I started asking those questions, like, how might it be possible? Everything I came up with still felt impossible, but I didn't want to stop there because I realized that I had been operating as though there was only one season. I know that to not be true. So I had to break through that very strong sense that it wasn't possible, it wasn't going to work. So I started doing exactly what, what I just told you guys to do. Like, who, who can I talk to to get more clear? And I started talking to people about how I was feeling and about what I wanted and about my fears and my doubts with that. I didn't push away the fears and the doubts. I looked at them as problems that I didn't know how to solve, that I was trying to solve puzzles that needed to be put together. And I was looking for help and putting them together. And look, it was scary. It still is scary I pulled two huge launches completely off the table. We had put a ton of time and money into them, and I just said, no, they stop here. I changed the 12 weeks to transformation dramatically, as you guys know. That was super, super scary. I accepted that this would mean dramatically less revenue for a season, not forever, for a season. And instead of using that as a reason that I couldn't do it, like, oh, I can't do that because we would just make, like, pff, we would hardly make any money. I got super creative about what it would take to make that work. I see the same kind of fear and doubt in so many of my clients, but without the same kind of persistence, right? When people talk about wanting to change jobs and then they stop at why they can't, or they talk about, you know, I just, I just wish I could remove all the pressure to lose weight. I wish I could just be more relaxed with food or be more relaxed in my process and just really embrace the notion of trying to get healthy. But then they stop at the fear, the fear that they'll lose control, the fear that, you know, if they don't feel like they're charging hard towards that same result they've been working towards, that they'll just be off the wagon and they let that fear stop them. But guys, we have one life. And part of that life that is so amazing is when it includes achievement and and progress. That feels amazing, but it becomes not so amazing when that is the season we expect we should be in all the time, right? That we should be in the achievement and linear growth season all the time. When I'm in this this season of patience with my body composition because I'm pregnant, I'm not off, right? When I'm in this season of patience with my business, I'm not off, If you see it as either making progress or losing ground, you've got to expand your view, okay? If you see it as either you're making progress in the way you've always thought about progress or you're going backwards, you must expand your view. Use questions to do this. Talk to people to do this. Get other opinions to do this. I know uh, for, for most of my life, I knew only two relationships with food, restrictive and indulgent. And when I was in a, a period of, of maintenance, not a, seri- not a period of push a few years ago, I found this ability to settle into the middle between pursuit and avoidance. And that was almost as productive and effective 
as losing the weight in the first place. If that's you, like you swing back and forth between pursuit and avoidance, between all and nothing, then a season of learning to maintain is incredibly valuable. And incredible things can come from a new approach, from a new perspective, from a little space. Push is a season. And progress doesn't mean just one thing. Progress doesn't mean audience growth, revenue growth, weight loss, whatever you've defined it as before, it means so many other things. Look, just because you could be making more money right now and you decide not to, that doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. And just because you could lose more weight right now and you've decided not to, doesn't mean you are doing something wrong. You could be doing something very, very right. Just because you could pursue a big opportunity right now and you've decided not to pursue it, you're not doing something wrong. You could be doing something very, very right. New perspectives are needed here. Life isn't just one season. And progress doesn't fit inside one box. So I want you to really think about the things that you're wishing for that you dismiss as it's not possible. I can't do it because I want you to really look at those things. I want you to notice the fears and the doubts and the limitations that you've put on why you can't have it. And I want you to start to get really creative because I stayed in that box of why I couldn't have more time, more space, more creativity, more energy in business for the longest time. I just locked into why I couldn't but I was ignoring all of the creative options that were available. I was just immediately going to why I couldn't. And I see so many people taking that same path. Push is a season, right? Staunch goal achievement is a season and it's an important season. It feels great, but it stops feeling great when we live and act and think as though that's the season we should be in all the time. And the last thing I want to remind you of is that a season of patience is not off. The process is very much the same, but the goals and the outcomes have shifted. So what have you been ignoring that you're wishing for? Where have you been in one season for a really long time while desiring a different season, but thinking that you can't or you shouldn't or it's not possible? And I'd love for you to reach out and let me know what that is for you and ask any questions that you have about it. Maybe I can do a follow-up episode just on questions around this topic. But this is a great time to embrace another season, not to resent it, not to resist it, and certainly not to beat ourselves up because we think we're doing something wrong. You're not doing anything wrong. Push was meant to be a season. And not pushing is also meant to be a season. Make it a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.